Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bruz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Josh Walston. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, this is not a joke, what I'm about to tell you. Okay. I think Andre has malaria. <laughs> Is, is is it bad that I I just chuckled? <laughs> it seems like a joke, right? It seems like I'm setting up a joke or something, and they're like, yeah, uh, it, uh, uh, some absurdist punchline. It's like if you said smallpox. I mean, didn't we right. already conquer this? <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> it's 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 done. It's over. It's past tense. Right? Yeah. No. So and yet- <laughs> and Andrew went to Ethiopia, and she comes back, and things are fine. Um, and she feels okay for, for a few days, uh, uh-huh. four, four or five days, like Thursday last week. Um, just like headaches, muscle pain, fever, muscle cramps, that kind of stuff. Tightness. Uncontrollable soreness. shitting? Not quite that. Oh, but, okay. Uh, All right. All right. It just kind of progressively got worse until like Sunday I had to take her to the ER. Oh, and uh, oh, wow. she's not feeling good, like running a fever, been running a fever for days, just, you know, no end in sight, no sniffles or anything like that. So, it's, you know, not huh. really like cold or anything, you know, norovirus or anything like that, you know, uh-huh. no real GI symptoms, really. Was she bleeding uh, out of her eyes? No, not out okay. of ears either, okay. or nose right. or mouth, good. anything like that. There was no Ebola. So that's a good sign. Um, yeah, it's a very good sign. <laughs> I mean... Uh, and I'm not sick, so uh, you know, I, I, they thought it was maybe something viral, and they're like, "Well, you know, we're gonna have to we have to do a you know like we don't have just like a machine that just you put in a drop of blood and it tells you like yeah malaria like uh-huh. this is you know we don't have that here, so they had to like send off for a test and it like, takes like three days to find the results, and uh, until then it's just kind of waiting and wondering. Really, <laughs> wow. The funny thing was is the doctor says, and I quote. I've had malaria twice. This was the ER doc. Okay. Why have you had malaria twice? Yeah. Not, you, not once. Yeah. Twice. You didn't learn the first time, dumbass? I I, mean, I don't know if I maybe she had been a Doctors with, Without Borders thing or, or something. I don't know. Okay. But apparently she had malaria twice. And what was funny is she was like, yeah, you know, you take some meds, you rest for a few days, and it's fine. Huh. Does, it doesn't malaria kill more people again than, like, sharks and bears and, and you know, all those things, like, by tenfold? Well, to be fair, sharks and bears don't really kill that many people. Right. <laughs> like, so I think every year, so I, the statistic, I, it's always during Shark Week, they show, like, oh, percent, okay. number of humans killed by sharks. It's uh-huh. like... Four. Six a year or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a number of humans killed by mosquitoes is like 200,000, right? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So it's like, I mean, I I feel it's like- It's probably the, the people that of the 193,000 of the 200,000 are people without much of an immune system. Okay. Or, that may be, I mean, all right. So that may be it. 
but I, but I don't know. Running like, water it sounds like a serious thing. So they it doesn't they sound good. A, yeah. <laughs> so there's no there's no vaccine for malaria. You can just take this like oh really like a prophylaxis or oh whatever. okay. And, I did not know that. Um, yeah, so you start you start it like two days before. You take it every day. You're there. Um, and then you take it for a few days when you get back, but it's not hundred huh. percent coverage. Apparently I was reading up on it. Apparently it's, it's, it offers you some, some basic coverage, but it, it's, it's sort of like a, a extended warranty against malaria. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't cover, you know, wheel and tire, um, sort of, you know, doesn't <laughs> okay. cover wheel and tire damage and, right, uh, right. doesn't cover, you know, dings and scratches. It, it's a powertrain only. Um, Huh. So yeah, apparently people take the prophylaxis and still get it all the time. So really, I don't know. Waiting, yeah. So wow. waiting to see. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's gonna what's gonna happen with all that. But um, she tried to work today and she came back. Uh, she literally got home uh, and just crawled in bed and passed out. Um, oh and just man. slept for like five hours straight. And uh, and I tried to like get her and she. I got her to eat some dinner and she's just like, I don't feel good. And I like I can just tell. I can just tell. So something's not right. So huh. at, at this point, based on all the other symptoms, like the most likely thing is malaria, which is <laughs> strange. It's a weird thing to say. Wow. Yeah. I I mean, I went to South Africa and I went South to Africa. The, South Africa. <laughs> and I didn't have to take any stuff like that. So I don't, I, I guess it's just high risk countries versus low yes. risk. Or- yeah. So, so there's a whole sort of cottage industry of medicine. Oh. That has cropped up around this sort of like tourism, uh-huh. um, like like tourism medicine, right? Tropical yeah. medicine or whatever. Yeah. But I guess it, it extends beyond the tropics. Um, yeah. and, and, and so there's a place here called Passport Health. And you go there and you tell them where they're going, and uh-huh. where you're going. And they tell you, okay, you need this, 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 and, and this. And so when she went to Fiji to do a mission trip a few years ago, some of the things were the same. But like she didn't, there were some things that she didn't need then that she needed this time. And so... Uh-huh. It's all, all is determined by the CDC and uh, is based on where you're going. The CDC makes those recommendations. Huh. Uh, and sometimes you can't even, you can't get a visa unless you, unless you get that. And they give you this thing called a yellow card, which is uh-huh. um, as valuable as your passport. If you don't have the yellow card, you yep. might as well not have your passport. Like you're not getting it. Anymore. Yeah. I, I took mine with me. It was, yeah. it was yeah. a big deal. So it, it's, it's an interesting kind of thing. Um, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, like. The doctor didn't seem all that. She was sort of nonplussed by it. Like, man, eh, whatever. Um, yeah. I've had it twice. You know, you should be fine. Um, but it just seems like one of those things that like, I don't, is that, yeah. is that what we do? We just say we yeah. don't care and like, I just shake it off, rub some dirt on it. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't walk it know. off. <laughs> I, I texted you because we were going to record last night and I texted uh-huh. you. I was like, yeah, I think Andrew has malaria. Yeah. And, and I think you said something. I know nothing about malaria. <laughs> and nothing. I said, I think all I said was, uh, I remember something about plasmodia. That's all uh-huh. I remember. I remember that word. Yeah. So that was like from the microbiology Excel spreadsheet. Plasmodia yeah. was somewhere in there. And like, I, that's, it was just sort of the pathognomonic, like, bam, like malaria, plasmodia. Like, that's yeah. all I remember. And I had, even I had to Google that going, what the fuck's plasmodia? And yeah. <laughs> oh, that. Is that, yeah. Is that related <laughs> to a spirochete? I yeah, feel like yeah. those are, are somewhat related. So porphyrinus, um, gingivalis, actinomyces, and plasmodia? Is that what we're yeah. looking for in perio? I'm, my um, my micro professors from dental school would be yeah. mortified, totally now. pissed off. But it's right like now. seriously, like I practice restorative dentistry in a, in a suburban area of the United States. Like, how much should I remember about malaria? Exactly, I, I shouldn't remember a lot. I should remember more about feral. I should remember more 
about reduction Maybe. guides yeah. and all of that. Those are things that I use every day, not the freaking, um, you know, pathogenesis of a disease that or happens the in cycle. third world countries. Right. Or how many <laughs> ATP come from the Krebs cycle? Did you like, say was the 37? I think it's 37. Okay. And I only, only I know that because that's what you told me like 20 episodes, 100 episodes ago. Yeah. I Don't quote me on it, but I feel like <laughs> I it's think you're 37. Right. I think I didn't believe you, what and I looked it doing? up and went, God damn it, he's right. <laughs> what is dental education doing? Such there was a, a time at which I could draw that thing out. Like, I could draw everything in it, and I could, like, that That was part of my brain. As was brachial plexus, that was another <laughs> yeah. part of my freaking brain. Like, for what? Why? Why? Exactly. Does that have anything to do with anything that we do in dentistry? No. Not, not a damn thing. Doing? But how much did I learn about occlusion? Nothing. Nope. Nothing about occlusion. I had to go pay for that after I got out of school. Exactly. Hey, I got a, I got a, uh, uh, our new king uh, uh-huh. update. Uh, okay. Our, our queen is, is obviously we've talked about many times before. Gina Dorfman, uh, super fan Gina Dorfman. But uh-huh. our, our, our king is, is Gardner Minshew, the second, um, who the second who had a great week and beat Craig Harder's Broncos. Uh, I apologize, Craig. Uh, sorry about that, but man, the the GM two train uh, is is running, and uh, hey man, the the Broncos got on the tracks, and, and yeah. you're gonna get what's coming to you. Damn straight. Deadspin had an article that they published yesterday oh, with the title oh, yeah. of Gardner Minshew has a new nickname. Oh, and so if you scroll through the article, mm-hmm. uh, it has a a quote from Leonard Fournette, who is mm-hmm. the Jaguars bell cow running back um, mm-hmm. ran for 200 something yards this week uh, because I, the only thing I can assume is because they were so scared of what Gardner Minshew the second was going to do with his arm that they just went in like a dime prevent defense and just left gaping holes open for Leonard Fournette. That's mm-hmm. the only explanation for that. Yeah, sounds right. Right. Yeah. It says, uh, and is if we need it anymore, Fournette's got a new appropriately odd nickname that people can deploy whenever Gardner Flint Minshew II feels a little stale. Hmm. Leonard Fournette uh, uh, unloaded a gem about Gardner Minshew saying, his name is Jockstrap King, and he's stronger (laughs) than you think. I don't know if the mustache gives him power or what. The jockstrap king is a callback to Minshew's routine that Fournette alerted reporters to a few weeks ago. Our preseason games, a lot of them, he used to be in the locker room stretching in his jockstrap. He must think we're still in college. That's some college things. But that's his ritual, and I'm used to it now. It's just the best. <laughs> I so love th- it. I mean, this is independent confirmation uh-huh. of, the, of, of the rumor that we, that we talked about last week of him uh-huh. doing the stretch and the jockstrap. Um, just out in the open of the locker room, uh-huh. which is, is is legendary. Love this guy. Love this guy. He's the I, best. Absolutely. I, I will. T- I, I will tell you, my browser history might just have <laughs> NFL Shop, uh-huh. Jacksonville Jaguar section. Nice. Just perusing Gardner Minshew jerseys. Uh huh. Um. Just, I'm not not pulling a trigger yet, but I'm I, I've looked. I'm telling uh-huh. you, I've looked. Yeah, I think yeah. I'd go white with the black letters and think the black so? numbers. Yeah, right. I think so. Sounds I racist. So. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> the other options are black with teal or uh-huh. teal with like gold or something like something. Yeah. Racist. So yeah, I'm not gonna I don't, I'm not gonna do like the aqua green or teal whatever. All right, is. all right. Yeah, he's the he's the <laughs> he is the king. He is. He is. 
I had another something funny happen to me yesterday. Funnier than malaria, actually. <laughs> well, way to set the bar low. Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing the Peloton and okay. uh, the bike. And I was doing a, uh, I like the intervals rides. Okay. Uh, bike is a great way to do like the high impact intensity training. You know, okay. you, you bust it for 30 seconds. You have 10 seconds off, 30 seconds, you know, and okay. they sort of vary. It's, it's a good way to just hard to do that when you run because you can't really. Right. It's just unsafe. Like the bike is the safest way to do that that kind of training. You can't really uh-huh. like crank up a treadmill to like eleven, because if you trip and fall, you're, <laughs> you're screwed. Yeah, a little bit. So the bike is sort of the best way to do that that kind of training. And so the intervals rides are always good. A few minute warm up, um, and then they they sort of build you up, and then you uh-huh. take kind of a little kind of cardio break, and then build okay. you up again. And so they kind of have you like climbing three hills. Is sort of what the the typical deal is. Hmm. And so yesterday I just popped one up. It was like just sorted by intervals rides and searched by 30 minute ride. And I found one from, from this lovely gentleman named Alex Toussaint, uh, I believe French name, uh, uh-huh. didn't sound French, but, uh, his last name is French. Okay. And, um, the, the music is a big part of, of the deal. They always pick their playlists and all that. There was a, a deal in the news not long ago about how they, they were just operating without any rights to any of the music <laughs> for a long time which uh-huh. is a tough look uh-huh. but now i've guess they've they've shored that up and they've got rights to a lot of music and so okay. the the coaches all have their playlists and whatnot and you know this alex tucson kid is i don't know probably um i'm guessing 25 okay and uh a blackhead a young african-american kid okay so you know the ride starts and it's like biggie and you know um Kendrick Lamar and okay. Pusha and just your typical hip hop stuff that you, okay. you would typically hear. As, as the ride goes on, like I, I noticed that then it was, it started with the newer stuff like Kendrick and Pusha and me okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. Gucci Mane. And then it got into some older stuff. It got into Biggie and, and I think there was a Tupac and then it got into like that one that I want to rock right now. I'm not in a nationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone. I don't, I can't remember who sings that. Huh. Um, I think it's, I want to rock right now. I think that's the name of the song. All right. Um, but it's hip. I mean, that's hip hop. Okay. And it literally goes from that. And I remember having to stop the bike for a second because I just cu- I couldn't figure out if this was real. It goes from that into the Three Doors Down song, <laughs> When I'm Gone, which is like, I, I, don't, I, I don't remember what year that came out. But I mean, this is the white breadest shit. <laughs> this is... Uh-huh. It's the most white bread, like generic white rock there possibly could be. Yeah. It's such a, it was such like a jarring switch. Like what year was this? The year 2000. You would recognize this song when I'm oh, yeah. gone. Um Oh yeah, the, the, like the line that I remember from it is is maybe I'm not blind, something like that, right? It's just uh-huh. so like if I didn't if I didn't see on the screen that it was three doors down, I would legitimately think that it was very possibly Nickelback. This is <laughs> extremely Nickelback adjacent. Uh huh. Right. And this guy starts vibing on this song like I have never seen. Really? So normally they're they're like barking out kind of like sort of commands like. Your cadence should be at 70 to 80. Your resistance should be at 50 to 60. And we're going to push. You're going to go up to 80 to 90 for the next 30 seconds and go. And then they count it down and all that stuff. And they're like, all right, 
back down, resistance down to 40 to 45, uh-huh. cadence down to 60 to 70. Here's your active recovery. So they're coaching you. They're telling you what to do. Uh-huh. So he's in the middle of this ride, and this song of all songs comes on. And dude, he's just like, hold on. I just got to I just gotta listen to this song. <laughs> and he literally just like puts his head down, and he's like <laughs> rocking out to this. This 25-year-old black kid is is feeling this Three Doors Down song. As if it was like Kid Rock doesn't like this song that much. And this is like these guys, I'm sure, opened for Kid Rock at some point. Uh huh. Yeah. He, he literally didn't talk the whole song. Like, I, what am I supposed to be doing here? Am I supposed to be pedaling? Are we on active recovery? Are we on push? What are we doing? You're just totally into this song that is not a song that you should be into. There's no, there's no world where it makes sense that you're into this song. Alex Tucson. I have to have answers about this. Like someone paid him for this, right? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. This has to be a joke. Like he's just, his friends were just like, I dare you to pick the whitest bread shit you possibly can and pretend to really like it. Like during the middle of a ride and see what people do. Yeah. It it was the most insane stuff. And, and if I, you know, the, the, they're in a live studio in New York. Oh, really? This. And so there's people oh. in the room like doing this. Wow. So there's like a, there's a spin studio in New York somewhere and they, they're doing this live and they just record it and push it out everywhere. Huh. So I, I just wish they had like, they don't have wide shots of the room. You can see the other riders <laughs> like in the reflection of the mirrors, uh-huh. but you can't make out anything of faith. You can't see faces. You okay. can't, you just see this, that there's other riders in the room in front of this instructor, but the camera's okay. on the instructor. So you, there's no wide shot. Okay. I would have killed to see a wide shot during this minute, during this like three minute, just they all interlude. Look at, they look at each yeah. other going, what the, what's he is doing? Is this for real? <laughs> what is this? I would get it. it like if, if the instructor was 47 years old and 30 uh-huh. pounds overweight and right. white and from Mississippi, I sure. would totally get it. I would be like, yeah, all right, this totally makes sense. Cool. This is his jam. Like, let's just let him have his jam. This should not be Alex Toussaint's jam. It should not be. <laughs> this guy is 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 too young and too uh-huh. hip yeah. to be into into to uh, three doors down. Um, well, so I don't know. I, I'm odd, not trying yeah. to put you on blast if you like three doors down. <laughs> but if I, you're a 25 year old black kid, that you should not like this song. Right. I mean, I don't hate three doors down, but but I'm. I don't think about. I'm three a 50 year old white man. <laughs> right. If we did, it'd be okay. Like, uh-huh. I'm, not that it'd be okay, but it would right. be like, oh, okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's, yeah, this song came out white. when he was in college. Okay, got yeah. it. This song did not come out when Alex Toussaint was in college. No, There's no. There's no way. Uh-uh. And even if he did, like, I would not have expected him to hear it. Maybe he has a favorite neighbor that liked it, and he's that like, oh, that's this song. It reminds me of Mr. Wilson, and, and I'm going to, yeah. Or not. The, I mean, <laughs> like... He's playing some just straight banging Biggie, and at no point does he stop and just like, oh man, this is great. Uh huh. At no point during Kendrick does he stop him. No point during Gucci Mane is he stopping. Uh huh. He only stops and says, "Hold on, I just got a vibe to this song <laughs> for a few minutes." <laughs> Three doors down. It was a Twilight Zone episode, Lance. It was That's a awesome. Twilight Zone episode. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, I don't so, know. I'm going to have to take more of this guy's classes just to see if this is like a thing, if this is a prank, is this a gag, is this a bit? What's which you, you need to go to New York and see if you can be there for a live taping. I, I They'll escort me out because I'll start <laughs> screaming in the middle of it. You okay. cannot like this song. This is, there's no possible way. What's wrong with... You have malaria. 
He might. He might. If he likes this song, he might. He might. If I walk in the bedroom and Andrea's playing Three Doors Down, uh-huh. I'm going to take her back to the hospital. There you go. Like something is seriously wrong. Can the Clearly. plasmodium go to the brain? Is there uh, something that's happening? Uh, apparently, yeah. Lance, this is an advice show. Uh, a shitty one. How many minutes are we at? Shit, I don't know. 20 minutes 20. in. Oh, my God. <laughs> we answer your questions. We answer questions you find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive dental dentists and dental team members their own unique brand of advice. So, please, we need your questions. They're the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Not this week. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best white bread rock band of all time? Because we all know that Puddle of Mud is the greatest <laughs> white bread rock band ever. We have the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. That might actually be one that Gordon can't answer. It would right. not surprise me to find out that Gordo's in a Nickelback. would not it, surprise me. Yeah, it sounds about right. This is a long one. This might be the longest question we've ever read on here. Uh-huh. So we may not get to all three. We may just do two tonight, especially because okay. I spent 20 minutes talking about three horse down. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Redditor Long Lost Loves asks, Root Canal, dot, 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 gone horribly wrong. Hello, people of dentistry. I'm looking for some advice as to what I can do with this situation. Maybe it's a common problem, but I doubt it. About two years ago, I, discover, I discovered I had cracked my bottom tooth, bottom second molar from the back. So that would mean her first molar. Coincidentally, my boyfriend at the time's dad was a dentist. He reassured me he was the best dentist ever and that nice. I would be fixed in no time. He worked at an Aspen Dental about two <laughs> hours away from where I lived at the time. Not my regular hometown, so I didn't have my regular dentist there. I get an appointment scheduled, and we head to the office. Keep in mind, I'm getting no family discount and paying full fee for the procedure. As he's doing the root canal, I continue to have extremely sharp pains in my jaw where the canal would be. Spoiler. When I would tell him this, he would inject more numbing medication. However, every time he would squirt the cleaning canal cleaning solution, I would feel immense pain. Fast forward to where we start taking x-rays, specifically the part where the stick where they stick the toothpick things in your canals. He puts the toothpick device in one of my canals, and I feel the sharpest pain ever. He assured me it was okay. He sends me on my way after he's finished, and I head home. Days go on where I'm still in immense pain, to the point where I'm having to take serious painkillers with no ease to the pain. He tells me I need to come back the next weekend for him to check up on it. He goes back, fixes some things, but like the first time, I had pain in my mouth the whole time. I leave in pain, but head back to where I was living at the time. Keep in mind, you do not have a crown on my tooth yet. Side note, I overheard my boyfriend at the time and his mom tell his dad that I had gnarly canals, which he did not mention to me. So a week ago, um, a week or so goes by and I'm in pure pain and I end up moving back home and going to see my regular dentist for a schedule cleaning. At At that point, she sees the condition on my mouth and questions me about what I had done. I get Aspen Dental to send over the x-rays for her to look at because I'm still in pain. She looks at the x-rays and notices something odd. She tells me she noticed something off, but she wanted to do a full 3D scan on my mouth to be sure. Complimentary. After the 3D scan is when she discovered he actually completely missed one of my canals and put the filling into my jaw tissue. It was extremely infected and I was in a tough position. I had her call him to talk about the situation as I would if it was any other doctor. He calls me, leaves a voicemail apologizing and saying we need to talk, etc. 
At that point, I have to schedule with an oral surgeon to get my tooth completely removed and have my tissue cleaned out. I schedule with a previous surgeon and he does it free of charge due to, it, due to him accidentally pulling a wrong tooth, which I can tell that experience too if anyone is interested in it. Oh my God. This is so I had two horrible. surgeries. Oh my, it's like this, the worst luck ever. I had two surgeries to start in installing for an implant because my tooth was completely lost. During all of this, the dentist that messed up my tooth never paid a single penny. It took months to get a refund, not actually entirely sure we ever received one. Obviously, didn't sue him because it would have caused an uncomfortable situation. So now I'm missing a tooth due to the fact that it's almost $2,000 for an implant with my insurance. I love anyone's advice as what I should do. Should I sue? How would I go about that? Is this common? Please help. Added x-rays. And she posted x-rays. You've seen the x-rays. I have. Are you looking at them now? Give me a moment. It's, yeah, got it. It's tough. Yep. Describe what you're looking at, Lance. Well, the, the first x-ray that comes to, that shows up is very I mean, beautiful distal canal with a lateral canal. I mean, very, yeah, very dist well done. Distal canal looks great. Love that distal. Uh, mesial. Uh, one of the mesials looks pretty good. I mean, it, it's... A little short, maybe. A little okay. short on one of the mesials. Maybe, maybe a little bit. And then another one is a perf right down through the furcation. And, uh, it's, it's extending into and through the crotch of the molar. Yeah, so all the way down to the same level as... The distal. It's it's well obturated for the fact there's no canal there. <laughs> yes. It's well <laughs> it's well obturated into the uh uh trabeculae of the bone. Uh-huh. Now I'm looking she also had posted some of his like working length radiographs. Yeah, see that's the part that, that kind of gets me. The they all look great. I, yeah, but I'm looking at the one that's like towards the end. The there's one that's highlighted in green at the end before the FMX. Okay, there it is. Yeah, the one before that. Okay, you can see the rubber dam clamp. Which honestly, like, don't take this the wrong way. I'm surprised you use rubber dam. <laughs> you can see the perf. Yeah, see, there was another on one. That one uh, elsewhere. Yeah, you can see it on a couple of these. In hindsight, it's twenty twenty. So looking back, I can see the perf, a couple places. But if yes. I wasn't, if I didn't look at this final one, yeah, I, I I don't know if I would have noticed it. If if I was in this guy's shoes, I don't know that I would have noticed it at the time either. But uh, sure as shit, at the time of the final film, sure. But, right, and when you take your final film <laughs> X ray, uh huh. I mean, I, I, I would, I don't know what I would do at that point because I have not had this happen to me. Well, first step is destroy evidence. <laughs> <laughs> to move, move uh -huh. to Ethiopia and change your name uh -huh. to, to Stan Shunpike. Alex Toussaint. <laughs> yes, to Alex Toussaint, who's three doors down groupie. Uh -huh. um, I, I mean, it's a referral at that point to Indo. 100%. Or, I, yeah, I mean, Indo can repair a perf, and I feel like that can... Well, be... that's the thing. I, I showed this to, to Holly before I, I re-recorded tonight, and I said, you know, with today's technology, this is repairable. I think it's repairable before the obturation. Yeah, well, yeah. Once you, once you shoot that sealer yeah. all into that interdental bone, I think it's just a matter of time before that goes away. 
but See, before we, the obturation, it had to have been bleeding. That, that's what have I was you ever perfed say. a tooth? It, yeah, when when you perf that, when they feel you know. pain, every yeah. time you're irrigating and they're in pain, and it bleeds, that, that's a sign. And then you cannot right. get it to stop bleeding. Right, that's a sign. Right, a hundred percent. So somehow this guy, all through working. Couldn't figure it out. I mean, if, if I, if, in this situation, if I couldn't see it on the x-ray, but I was getting bleeding like that, I mean, there's no way this guy obturated into full of blood. Well, I mean, he did, but I mean, if, if I would, I would have then put calcium hydroxide all over the place and said, let's, yeah, let's give it, it a week. Yeah, it for a couple of weeks and yeah. let's, let's see what happens. And then when you come back and then I might see in the x-ray, oh, there's calcium hydroxide in the percation. <laughs> yes, in everywhere. There's oh. calcium hydroxide Everywhere. So let's my, try, let's the try some. The cuffs of my pants are wet with calcium hydroxide. Yeah. That's how much calcium hydroxide there is. Yeah. Then you know. Then we go for the MTA and repair this thing. Right. But now, once you've once you've shot AH twenty six sealer. Yeah. In into that intra intra uh, septal bone. Yeah. Um. It's it's never recovering. And now, like you said, she needs or like the Reddit said, she needs a graphene implant. Yeah. Now that's that's the endodontic complication section of this response. Uh huh. Let's talk about the freaking boyfriend girlfriend thing. Yeah. That's a I, tough look. <laughs> it's an extremely tough look. Telling your uh, son's girlfriend that you're the best dentist ever and then perfing her tooth is is the toughest of looks. Yeah, number one, fuck you for saying I'm the de- best dentist ever. Even the right. best dentist doesn't say that. Michael Appa has never said that. Never. He just lets his shit do his talking for Exactly. Him. You don't right. need to say that shit. Right. Yes, that's the thing. The best <laughs> dentist ever don't need to say that. Uh-huh. And... Listen, I I don't want to throw like your where what type of practice you work in does not dictate your skill level as a, right. a as a clinician. Right. However, there are some DSOs uh-huh. that cater to and promote a higher quality than others. Yes. The particular one mentioned here, uh-huh. I would say, has not does ever not. been accused of. <laughs> Equipping their practices with the latest in technology. Nope. With trying to make sure that their docs succeed and excel, um, to trying to uh, do charitable work around the world. Like, they don't have the most sterling reputation. They don't. So, even if your boyfriend's dad was the best dentist in the world, uh huh. I don't think he'd be working at Aspen. Uh, odds, odds are against it. <laughs> All signs point to no. <laughs> um, the no discount thing is ridiculously tough. That part, it just seems maybe your boyfriend wasn't that much into you and it was well, are, doomed. If this were the other way around and this were the the girl's dad was a dentist and uh-huh. he's going to work on the guy, uh-huh. then man, dude, I totally get it because you're... Maybe shorten your your local a little bit, yeah. not getting a full block, all that stuff, because he's boning your daughter, right? Like I yeah. get it, I, I totally get it. I'm not saying you perf the tooth on purpose, but right. yeah, whatever. <laughs> you're feeling a little bit, right. uh, you'll be fine. The the sort of making them tough it out and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. I totally get it. You know, that's this the very typical uh-huh. uh, daughter's dad boyfriend stuff. Sure. Got it. Sure. Yeah. Like tale as old as time. Yep. This is the exact opposite. No, totally. And obviously this relationship didn't work out. 
I hope because of this. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Because uh-huh. could you imagine going to like, if she marries this guy, Thanksgiving dinners for uh-huh. the next 40 years. Oh, God. Of just like, oh, this, her, your dad destroyed my tooth. Yeah. And, and didn't refund me any money and didn't help fix anything. Yeah. Pass the mashed potatoes. Not that I can chew them very well because I'm missing a damn tooth. That's God. That would be the best. <laughs> Just keep twisting the knife. Uh huh. Every, every every year, every meal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough Thanksgiving dinner. It's gonna be a tough like parents hang always forever. Yeah. I, the fact that he was so difficult about it and here, if I perfect tooth, here's a check. Yeah. Here's a check. Yeah. Every dime you wrote, and then I just uh, let me get you the right specialist, and they'll handle it. You don't have to worry about a thing. Yeah. The, like I don't want anybody fighting for anything back. That you know, and especially if there if there's some sort of family relationship here. Uh huh. I do not understand. Yeah, that that's. I mean, yeah, that every every aspect of the story is just bad. It's not good. If one of your daughters. Uh-huh. Brought home a guy, uh-huh. and you did something on him. I understand that you like to bust people's chops and give uh-huh. them a hard time or whatever, sure. and maybe you joke around with them a little bit or whatever. Right, right, right. But I don't feel like you would offer them any substandard of care. I feel uh, like you would do your best, just like no. you would on everybody. Yeah. Yep. And maybe even a, like work a little harder to impress them. Uh-huh. I mean, not that you need to impress them, but just because it's like just my daughter's friend, yeah. my daughter's boyfriend, whatever. Yeah. And if you screwed something up. I have no doubt in my mind that you'd step up and say, like, you know what? Eey, this was tough. Let me get you the right guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's like your daughter's boyfriend. I, I just don't understand any of this. No, none none whatsoever. It's, it's, it's just bad all around. Here's the thing. I, I'm typically not a, like, Sue happy kind of person. Uh-huh. And, and I don't, you know, I don't know, like... What unless you know, PI stuff is tough because there's a value on everything. Okay. And what I mean by this, so I have friends who are personal injury attorneys. Okay. And so if let's just say for 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 sake of estimation, let's say a blue collar worker who works in a factory loses their left hand in a machine accident. Okay. There's a, a sort of I don't want to say court set, but there's a kind of agreed upon value as yeah. to what his his hand is worth. Yeah, it's, it's a predetermined value right. there. It's it, by, it, yeah. And it's done by previous settlements. Yep. And there's just, and it's part of it's by insurance. They're, they play a role in this. And so there's just sort of a set amount that you could go after for that situation. And uh-huh. so like losing a hand in a machine for a blue collar worker, like they figure out future earning potential and all that kind of stuff. And it may be like a hundred grand or something. And then PI takes like half of it. The, right. the attorney takes half. And so then they're left like with 50 grand. What do you think if, if a hand is worth a hundred grand and that may even be pushing it, that may be a lot. Uh huh. What do you think a freaking tooth is worth? Like 5,000 bucks. It's like, and then the Tops. personal injury attorney is going to take half of it. Yeah. So this is where it's always great to have an attorney like that's a friend. So this person, what's her name? Or his name, whatever. Yeah. Long lost long lost loves. Long lost loves needs a friend that's an attorney. Because attorneys love to write sternly worded letters. It's one of their favorite things. 
and a sternly worded letter doesn't really require any like court appointed paperwork or any of like the court stuff. It's just a letter. It's just a letter saying, okay, I'm really disappointed or, yeah. you know, and it's kind of threatening to sue whatever. And Andrea's brother is an attorney and he's had to send a couple of letters for me in the past to different things and letters from attorneys get shit done. And what yeah. I pay Glenn for like a letter is like 200 bucks. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not paying him like what it would cost me to sue, uh-huh. but I'm paying him like 150, 200 bucks, like write a letter and that gets shit going. I guarantee you this dude's dad gets a letter from an attorney. He's getting out his checkbook guaranteed uh-huh. guaranteed. So maybe you get your two grand for the implant. You know, maybe you get your 3,500 because uh-huh. you got to put a crown on it, whatever you want to do. I don't sue him for a hundred thousand dollars. You're not going to get it. Exactly. I, that, that's where I'm, I, I totally agree. Send a little shot across the bow to get the, just yeah. get a little action. But if it goes to the point where you need to start actually litigating and deposition and all that stuff. Yeah. No, it's a waste of time. It's, it's a waste of time. Cause no. you're never going to get the only people that win are the lawyers. Time. So just, yes, exactly. No, exactly. So get a friend that's an attorney to write a letter, get your two grand and maybe get 3,500 for the crown. And then seriously, if this hasn't caused you to break up with this guy, you got to get, you got to dump this guy. Cause dude, if it, yeah. and, and not that like every kid is burdened with the sins of their fathers or whatever. I totally uh-huh. get it. Yeah. Um, but damn dude. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Yeah. This is not good. No, not, not no. good. Where are we at time-wise? 36 minutes. Uh, we got time for one more. Okay. I don't think we have time for three. We have okay. time for one more. All right. Which one do we want to do? You want to do the 17 times? Sure. Yeah. All right. Reddit user Browns writes, <laughs> My dentist told me that people should floss 17 times a day. I thought I misheard her and replied with seven. She said, no, 17. She was dead serious. I thought she might be pulling my leg, but this was after she took an hour and a half to take pictures of my teeth and wisdom teeth removal. She took 50 pictures of one side. My mouth was killing me afterwards. When she took out the plastic bits I bit down on, I was bleeding. First of all, why 17? It's a high number, but an odd number. If I floss my teeth that much, wouldn't that cause some damage? So this dentist is really into prime numbers. 17 is odd. I'll agree. I was going to ask if 17 is a prime number. That's really weird that you brought that up. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it is. (laughs) Um, This dentist is quirky. Uh, 17, I've never recommended. I'm I'm lucky if I can get you to do it once. That's the thing. It's one time. It's once. (laughs) once 17 once maybe they're shooting overshooting saying 17 and, th- and maybe they're, they're hoping you'll actually do it once 17 is the strange so i tried Weird. to do some math in my head okay and be and try to figure out like where 17 could come into play uh-huh and i just can't feel like there's no there's no way Nowhere. to fold that number no i if it was eight it'd be like oh okay once an hour while you're at work i guess or yeah. if it was like even if it's like 15, okay, once an hour while you're awake, because most people are probably awake 15 hours a day, something All like right, that. Sure. 17 is just, there's no way to shoehorn that number into anything that makes any sense at all. No, not at all. It, it, there's no it's way. Abs- it's you, so absurd. It, you would never do it. I mean, the, this this means you're you're walking around with floss holders like all day, constantly. That That's just not going to happen. 
that reminds me of have you ever heard of a, a television show called Mr. Show? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Show with Bob and David. Uh-huh. It, it was a it's no one's gonna remember this, I guarantee. It was a, a sketch comedy show that was on HBO. Yeah, in the late Bob 90s. Odenkirk and David Cross. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. Yeah. And so I was in college when Mr. Show was on, and okay. we used to get high and watch <laughs> Mr. Show. Okay. Like, and that was really influential on my sense of humor. Okay. Um, and and we still, the, my buddies I went to college with, we still quote Mr. Show back mm-hmm. and forth to each other. Nice. There's some the 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 best Mr. Show sketch ever. And the funny thing about Mr. Show is, <laughs> it, it will be the funniest thing you've ever seen. And then you try to explain it to somebody. And like, you know, if you try to explain like uh-huh. some SNL sketches, yeah. they work. And it's like, oh, that's, not, yeah. that's a good premise. That's funny. If you sure. try to explain Mr. Show to somebody, it makes no sense. Yeah. It's just, it seems like, what? The, so the greatest Mr. Show sketch ever, you'll have to just Google this, go on YouTube, search uh-huh. for it, is they had, uh, I mean, this was in the height of East Coast versus West Coast rappers, right? And, and the... Biggie and Tupac and all of that shooting. And I mean, Biggie and Tupac got killed during this time, all that kind of stuff. So they did a spoof on this that was East Coast and West Coast ventriloquists. And uh-huh. there, this, there was East Coast ventriloquists and West Coast ventriloquists, and they hated each other, and they would always shoot each other up and stuff like that. And it's the funniest freaking sketch I've ever seen in my life. So Google that. That's okay. the prime Mr. Show. All right, all right. But they had this sketch that was like a bunch of gangsters sitting around this Italian restaurant. And these are just like your your classic like Goodfellas gangsters, and somehow they get it in their mind that forty two is the highest number that that's the highest number there is. <laughs> okay. And so it like it's funny because of the absurdness of the number forty two. Right. It it would not be funny if it, the number was a thousand or a hundred or some round number. It uh-huh. has to be some odd number, and that's what this is. It's not a Douglas Adams reference. I don't think so. Okay. I, don't, I don't even know who Douglas Adams is. Oh, the is. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I don't think so. It may okay. not have even been 42. Okay. Um, I think it was 42, but it, if it was a reference to that, it, it was not okay. spelled out. All right. So I don't, I don't okay. know. But um, just the fact that it's this weird, obscure number is what makes it funny. And that's like that's what makes this so absurd mm-hmm. is 17. Yeah, yeah. Where does... It's got to be like, you know, there's sometimes she's got to be fucking around, yeah, right? Like it's an inside joke, but she's the only one that's in on it, and and she's laughing to herself, but no one's laughing with her, and it's very lonely. I admire if that's the case. <laughs> uh-huh. If this is a joke, uh-huh. I admire uh-huh. the selling it so hard, the commitment that at no point do you even <laughs> like let on that uh-huh. it's a joke. You leave the room, yeah. And continue on with it in perpetuity. Yeah, mic drop, just go home and it's Because it's uh, like, <laughs> even in punk every episode of punk at some point yeah. Ashton Kutcher comes out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you let him know, this would be like if they had punk and they just, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher never came out. And those people just went on forever <laughs> thinking that they had killed their valet or whatever right. it was, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what this is. That this is so just awesome. in perpetuity. <laughs> there's never any reveal that they were messing with you. Uh-huh. Which is somewhat like psychologically criminal, I think, and especially when you're at the level of like punk. This is obviously at the same time. I totally respect that and envy them for their commitment. That's a huge <laughs> commitment. But the the thing is, is like if you're playing a joke on somebody, uh-huh. 
it's only a joke if someone laughs at right, it. Right, right, right. And if they just leave, if they you just walk out the door. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a tree falls in the woods, no one's around. You know, it's, right? It's yeah. The only way it works is is diabolical. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the she was it my it took her an hour and a half to take pictures of my teeth. Yeah, that that was for another. a wisdom tooth removal. Is that saying like, all right, they took a bunch of x-rays and photos and then removed the wisdom teeth and that took an hour and a half? Okay, that can or see that. Or just getting the records took an hour and a half. If it's an hour and a half, 50 different photos, that means, okay, that assistant sucks at a PA and kept taking it over and over again. Yeah, and was it x-rays or photos? Why are you taking yeah. photos of wisdom teeth? Yeah, who, who, the who gives a shit? Yeah, just exactly. cut them out. Exactly. Get that shit out of there. It's done. Um, so some of the responses here are 50 picks on one side, time to find another practice. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Uh, yes, at 17 times, you're more likely harming your gums and actually helping. I guess it depends uh, on how vigorous you are. Yeah, and if you suck at flossing Maybe. and you go lateral instead of sidus, I don't know. You're, yeah, you suck I, at- I, I could see where you're maybe at 17 times a day is a lot. Yeah, uh, there's no way I'm doing that. Um, floss once a day and you're good. Once or twice a day is great, but she should not be taking 50 pictures of one tooth. No. Maybe this is a joke. Let's check in a <laughs> rounds. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a subreddit for Taco Bell. Did you know that? I did not. <laughs> the cheesy bean and rice burrito is seriously underrated. Okay. I, why is there a subreddit for Taco Bell? I don't know. Subreddit of rant. There needs to be a zero toler- tolerance policy against horrible customers. <laughs> okay. Uh, and to go with it, a Yelp for customers. Ah, it says here, Janet, that you have a half a star rating. You like to make up problems on the spot, scream at employees, and use expired coupons. So that's the rant. That uh, would... I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hadley was working on something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the subreddit of lady boners... <laughs> Big fan. Uh, Terry Crews, y'all. And it's just a picture of Terry Crews. <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming that this person has a lady boner for Terry Crews. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. He's a he's a good looking man. <laughs> In the suburb of tryptophobia. Okay. Which is, I don't know which phobia that is. I'm going to have to know. Tripophobia. Let's huh. Google that. There's no T. There's just the T at the beginning. Mm. I never know those phobias. Yeah. Tripophobia. Yeah. Tripophobia is an aversion to the sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. It's not officially recognized as a mental disorder, huh. but may fall under a broad category of specific phobia if fear is involved. Uh, it is excessive and distressing. Huh. <laughs> so here's their post in tripophobia. Figs freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it's just a picture of a bunch of cut up figs. As someone who has a dog named Fig uh-huh. and and owns some figs scrubs, I find that funny. Nice. There's a subreddit for Starbucks. All right. Um, uh, just a post, what uh, WTF, man. And it's just a picture of an eBay auction for a Starbucks cup selling for $139. Yeah. Hmm. W, WTF. For sure. 
<laughs> this is a great one. Subreddit of petty revenge. We've hit the gold mine here. Oh. Subreddit of petty revenge. The school janitor wouldn't let me throw up in the bathroom, so I threw up on the floor and watched him clean it up. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. Uh. The subreddit of Wendy's. Stude is all over fast food. Wow. Subreddits. Wendy's nugget game sucks now. Hot take. Okay. Oh, this is a tough one. Subreddit of healthy hoo-ha. Okay. I'm I'm taking hormonal birth control. I have a chronic yeast infection and discovered boric acid. I was essentially cured, but is there anything that I can take orally, like a supplement, to keep me regular? I don't want to depend on boric acid. Huh. We're going to have to beep this person's name. I I feel unqualified to... uh... There's a lot. There's... I'm like... This, that's a third of the way through all their posts. Wow. It's a subreddit of Dairy Queen. Subreddit of condiments. Anyone into Red Robin campfire sauce as much as I am? <laughs> subreddit of fast food. Uh-huh. Subreddit of picky eaters. I used to be seriously picky as a kid. Now I'll eat anything that isn't fruit. <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> Very strange. Nice. Okay. Man, there are some weird subreddits on this person's history. Huh. Garfield. The subreddit of Garfield. They have a post in that. Subreddit of Am I the Asshole? They have a post in that. (laughs) More Taco Bell. Chipotle. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, we we could spend hours, hours on this. Okay. There's, I'm, I mean, there's hundreds of posts. Okay. Um, Good to know. Subreddit of Frasier. You got to get in those hot Frasier takes. Okay. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> toss. Lance, I guess. Toss I, salad. Yeah. What did I say? Just salad. Oh, I said just salad. I thought mm-hmm. I said toss salad. Okay. Maybe you did. I wasn't uh, listening. L- Lance, that's going to be about it for uh-huh. tonight. We've had enough fun. We sure did. Um, you got a song picked out? I do. All right, good. Um, let me uh, hit the recap here. So we'll save that last question for next time. Okay. Hey, uh, share this with your friends. You got any friends who are super into Three Doors Down? Let them know about the show. <laughs> um, I feel like they'd like it. Um, tonight. Just like Alex Toussaint. Um, that's how we grow the show. One new listener at a time. So uh, pass this on. Uh, rate and review. Uh, Lance, what's your favorite number? I'm a big fan of five. I'm a big fan of five as well. I think that's a great number, uh, a great place to get started. Um, hit us up with that five-star review. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, our funny shit for Dennis and Dental Team members. Uh, Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at drtimmermandmd. I can be found on Instagram at joshwastonedds. Smash that follow button. Lance, tell me about your song. Is it Three Doors Down? Oh, I should. I really should. But no. 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 Yeah. I don't think you should. It's not It's not no, very good. No, not at all. Not at all. No, I've just been kind of in a mood lately. So I thought I, I'm going to throw out 
a, have you ever heard of the group Hollywood Undead? I have. All right. So the song Bullet. That's my song. Tell me about the Hollywood Undead. Are they from Manchester? Interestingly, they are not. And they wear masks, so you don't really know what they look like. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they're from L.A., it looks like. Formed uh-huh. in 2005. Yeah, yeah. You, it's pretty rare that you do a non-British band. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. So, Which song was this one? Called Bullet. Bullet. Yeah. You are in a tough mood. Yeah. So, so there you go. Well, Lance, you know how it goes. I wish I could say something to help you here. <laughs> but, um, uh-huh. At least you don't have tripophobia. This is true. At least I don't know. Uh, Maybe I do. That you know of. Yeah, you should look into that and yeah. see if you do. That could be where your problem is. Uh, for Lance <laughs> Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. My legs are dangling off the edge The bottom of the bottle is my only friend I think I'll slip my wrist again And I'm gone, 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 gone My legs are dangling off the edge My stomach full of pills didn't work again I put a bullet in my head And I'm gone, 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 gone Gone too far, yeah, I'm gone again It's gone on too long, tell you how it ends I'm sitting on the edge with my two best friends One's a bottle of pills and one's a bottle of gin I'm 20 stories up, yeah, up at the top I polished off this bottle, now it's pushing me off Asphalt to me has never looked so soft I bet my mama found my letter, now she's calling the cops I gotta take this opportunity before I miss it Cause now I hear the sirens and they're off in the distance Believe me when I tell you that I've been persistent Cause I'm more scarred, more scarred than my wrist is. I've been trying too long with too dull of a knife But tonight I made sure that I sharpened it twice I never bought a suit before in my life But when you go to meet God, you know you wanna look nice So if I survive, then I'll see you tomorrow Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow My legs are dangling off the edge The bottom of the bottle is my only friend I think I'll slip my wrist again And I'm gone, 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 gone My legs are dangling off the edge My stomach full of pills didn't work again I put a bullet in my head and I'm gone, 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 gone We hit the sky, there goes the light No more sun, why is it always night? When you can't sleep, well you can't dream When you can't dream, well what's life mean? We feel a little pity but don't empathize The older getting older, watch a young man die A mother and a son is someone you know Smile at each other and realize you don't You don't know what happened to that kid you raised What happened to the father who swore he'd stay I didn't know, cause you didn't say Now mama feels guilt, yeah mama feels pain When you were young, you never thought you'd die Found that you could, but too scared to try I Looked in the mirror and you said goodbye Climbed to the roof to see if you could fly So if I survive, then I'll see you tomorrow Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow